Hello and thank you for tuning into the Young and Anointed podcast. This is a place for deep conversations about mindset, stewardship, and the development of a relentless pursuit of your passions. This podcast is a Sky Media production, and we hope that you enjoy the show. Thank you. Turn your camera. Hello. Good morning. <laughs> Karen, you there? I'm here. <laughs> Sweet. So glad you made it. So glad we're here. It is another wonderful Tuesday morning. And it is 8 a.m. This is episode number 49 of the Young Denotes Podcast. My name is Martel. Nice, nice. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good to be back. Um, Martel, I'm getting a little feedback on your side. Well, let's see if that continues, but I'm super grateful to be here. Uh, it is episode 49. Thank you so much for everybody who prayed for me last week. Um, I was definitely down bad, but we're back. We're feeling better. And I'm happy to be here. The voice goes out. I'm just getting over it a little bit. So as I start to yell, as y'all know, I tend to do. Bear with me if my voice fluctuates, but we're here for it. Sweet, 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 sweet. I just switched headsets to just make sure we're still good. Still good. I'm speaking. Can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. Okay, dope. So we had a couple of different um, topics that we could talk about today. Like there was throughout the week, we were talking about the topic of unstoppable. Um, there was a point in the last podcast about um, the not the the burning all of the bridges. The the option. That's really not an option of quitting. And also another topic that came up was like, well, it didn't really come up, but it came up this morning when I was just reflecting on things is how things change, but stay the same. That's another thing that I was thinking about. So Karen, on this day, how are you feeling? By the way, just an update. Yesterday was the first annual Friendsgiving for our little group, and it was absolutely amazing. Unfortunately, some people were blocking Karen's way. Um, I'm still getting a little bit of feedback. Let me see something. Not sure if that's me or you, but no, definitely super sad that, yeah, that's definitely you, but we're, it's, it's, it, we're moving forward, moving forward. Uh, that was not fun to miss. I was super upset about it, but if you follow me on Instagram, I vent a little bit about it, so we're gonna flip that situation. But we'll make sure we have another one. That will not be the last thanks Friendsgiving. Um, but as far as topics go, I feel like there's so many different directions we can go. But I think they're all kind of connected by this common hub of removing the quit. But I kind of want to touch a little bit on what you just mentioned. Let's things stay the same because I think there's something there. So let's dig into that a little, a little bit. Directions that we can as we usually do. Gotcha. So I think, so like yesterday, it was really cool connecting with people. It was really cool uh, meeting back up. You know, every time 
for the people who like have graduated. It's like you go, you graduate, and then you don't see you, you. It's not like you just wake up in the morning anymore, and you're like, "Hey, friend, what are you doing today?" And then they're like, "Nothing." And then you're like, "Can I come over?" And they're like, "Heck yeah, you can." And then you guys just hang out for the whole day. That's just like not even a thing. <laughs> that's just well, that's just not a thing. After a certain point, it can be, but you have to like make that time for it. But like the friendships that I that I have, like the strongest friendships that I have were made during that time. And like nothing has been able to even come close because the environment is the same. But the crazy thing is, like after, you know, you graduate from high school, you're a certain person when you graduate from high school and then you go to college. If you go to college and you graduate from college and you start doing more adult type things. But essentially all the people that are, you know, are in this group, it's like we're we're different, but we're still the same people. And I absolutely love that. And like it was just so interesting yesterday. We had picked up Haley. You guys saw Haley, she was on the podcast um a while back. But we had went to go pick up Haley, went inside, saw her mom, absolutely loved her mom. And uh, on our way out, Haley said, Haley had mentioned something. She was like about to go uh, hang out with the bad kids. And then her mom, as we were leaping out, she was like, wait, wait, wait. You're talking about the bad kids who, when you are drunk and can't take care of yourself, clean up the house and take care of you, those bad kids? (laughs) And Haley's like, yes. Wow, sounds pretty terrible. <laughs> like, oh, okay, good. It's like <laughs> change, but didn't change. It's the same thing. <laughs> we all were, and we, we've always been that close. We've always been those kind of people, and nothing has changed on that side. It's like we've got, and then she, she's talking about how it's like, oh, we've got so much. We've got, we're like grown now. It's like we're grown now, but. You know, when we saw we we actually bumped into both of them at uh, Walmart as we were picking up some stuff for the the Friendsgiving. Saw her on the other side, you know, in the aisle as we got into the door. Completely, all it was me, it was me, it was me, Jesse, and Kevin. Face slid up. I start jumping up and down. <laughs> I'm like, yo, Bailey. Just absolutely going crazy because we saw her in uh, Walmart, and it's been a minute. Way to make me uh, have major FOMO. <laughs> I'm totally missing out right now, but it's okay. It's all good. No, I, I think that's beautiful, and that that brings up another topic of just about the evolution of friendships and really thinking about what can remain consistent um, from those parts of life. And I, I think that. Um, you and I are good examples of like friendships that remain consistent um, over different periods of life. So no, it's, it's literally what you just described is literally how you guys were in high school. Literally nothing has changed. It's it's funny because everyone has changed, but in a sense, the friendship has not. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Right. Friendship has stayed the exact same. It's like, and it can pick up whenever. It's like we don't. You know, it might be months before we see each other. And I mean, in Haley's case, it could be a, a shoot, almost a year before you see her again. She, you know, she's playing overseas. But when you meet back up, when you meet back up, it's it's like it was yesterday. It's literally like it was yesterday. 
pick up exactly where we left off. No, no, we don't, we don't have to skip a beat. There's no like awkward reintegration into friendship. It's just boom, back to it. <laughs> just like normal, jumping up and down, going crazy. <laughs> no different. Um, yeah, you gotta love it. It's awesome. Changing, but staying the same. We got new stories. We got new stuff to talk about. New people, new characters have popped up to, into each person's life, talking about how we handle these situations. You can tell it, you know, through a lot of the stories and the things that uh, we say to each other. We've definitely gotten, you know, wiser. We've definitely grown, but you know, at the base, it's like this is the same personality. It's the same person. They do. They're they're a little bit more controlled with certain things. You know, they're, they they make better decisions, but these are the same people. You know, it's funny. My dad was actually telling me, uh, well, he says this. He says this every every so often, but it's always interesting to me. He says the people who he went to, like, high school with, the way that they were then, whatever they did immediately after, that's just that's the exact same way that they stayed for all the way up until like their late forties. That's interesting. So, okay. He said nobody really, nobody really changed. It's like if you were if you were that that hustler in high school, chances are you you're that hustler at fifty years old. Chances, he said the people who were doing, you know, yeah, they were they were. I don't know if you were a cook in middle school or in high school, you were probably, you're probably still a cook or you want to cook. If you were that person who was always like lazy, chances are you're still lazy. <laughs> it's almost like people just get stuck in their ways um, after high school, like after you get out of that whole learning space. I think that's a good question yeah. to kind of contemplate. Like do people actually change? And as I ask myself that question, I think about change is like adopting, I want to say like adopting a new behavior that shifts your lifestyle, right? And as I think about the people in my life who like, I feel like, oh, they, they change, like, I want to say they've evolved, but they haven't really lost the essence of who they are. It's, I, li I like that you bring that up because like somebody out, outside of um, our our shared friend circle, um, I keep up with a lot of people consistently. Um, if you if you you know who you are, but I keep up with a lot of people consistently on a regular basis, and just hearing them kind of evolve into their best self, I don't know if I would really call that changing. I feel like that's just kind of like shedding different layers, and your colors are more vibrant as you continue to heal and adopt the learnings. But I don't know if I would call that change. I feel like change doesn't really. I don't know. That's that's something interesting to tap into. Did they really actually change, or are they just a better version of themselves? Are they just kind of outworking their own potential? I mean, shoot. I think. I mean, when I really, I think there's like, I think the outside stuff. I think the environment. The think about it like this. I think so. It's like if you got a hammer. In 1973, you got a hammer and you were using it to build tables. If you, in 2022, went to the store and bought a hammer, it would be the same thing. But you might be using it to build, I don't know, uh, chairs. 
Tell me something more advanced that people use in 2021. <laughs> no, sliding doors, automatic sliding doors. That's what you're using to build this, to, uh, using, that's what you're using the hammer for. But the hammer didn't change. And I feel like that's people. So like in high school, you were, say you're, you are the hammer, right? High school, you're working on stuff, just random stuff. But you get to your like mid 20s, and then now you're just a hammer and you've got a, a real job. So you're working on the other stuff, but the hammer might just look different. You've got different clothes, different paint on the handle. It might have a different rubber grip on it. And then you might just be working on, you know, more important things with, with, with what you have. But the hammer is still the hammer at its base level. And I feel like that's probably what happens with people. Now that, you know, when I'm thinking about it. I don't think we essentially, we, I really don't think we change actually, to be completely honest. Because the thing about like you and I, like we, so there was sports in high school. There was sports before high school. There was sports in college. Um, there was a certain level of work. There was a certain work ethic. There was a certain mindset that had to be had to, to do what we did. And when we got out of it, it's not like, we completely changed. We didn't turn into somebody else. We just took mm -hmm. that same energy and moved it somewhere. Mm. Okay, so now you're kind of you're scratching on the surface of a, of a topic that I like a lot. It's like, okay, can we actually change ourselves or are you just changing the outward expression of something that was already in you? Like, did you actually innately change or are you just changing your behavior but your behavior does shape who you are too as well but i think something that you really i think that hammer analogy was super cool because like it it kind of in a sense talks about retooling right you're still you're still a hammer at the end of the day but like you're just using it for other things you're using it to break down walls you're using it to break generational curses you're using it to break toxic relationships you're using it to build up um, better things in order for you to keep pushing your potential. So I feel like the answer to that question is it depends. <laughs> nice. Nice. So tell me about that. What does it depend on? Um, that's a hard one because I feel like I feel like I have to ground myself in a couple facts first, right? I think that we are all limitless. And I think that we are all capable of outworking our own potential. But grounding myself in those two facts kind of like puts everybody on an even playing table. And then we can put the world in perspective. We know that the world isn't equal for everybody. However, everybody has the same ability to overcome. They have the same opportunities. Let's see. Oh, man. Shoot. Okay, I'm going to tell you where my brain just went. So I kind of launched into this entire chat about like, in my in my brain about being like systematic versus systemic in the sense that like of course like there are still things in the world like old remnants of certain systems that still impact people's ability their ease there we go their ease to kind of like do something else but I, I think that everyone has the ability to overcome mentally which is whether or not they're actually going to physically show that in their actions and the way that they live. How are they going to carry out that limitless capacity, right? So I, I think it depends on the person. I think it depends on the person. Like for example, um, if you want to get that deep, 
Martin Luther King never imagined that his speech would change the world and that we're still listening to it to this day, right? I don't think he ever would have imagined that there would be an entire day dedicated to him, right? He was just committed to the mission of eliminating segregation. I don't think he ever imagined it would be this big and that he would have this big of a change. He is in history books forever, right? But he was willing to bet on it and to willing to like you know empower others and see what he could do with it. Um, so he was willing to take a chance, right? It all started with a decision, and I think that we're all capable of making decisions, and our just our decisions lead to different things. And I actually have a pretty cool quote I want to pull up as I'm thinking about it, but I'll let you reflect on that. What do you think about what I said as I find that quote? Yeah, um, it's interesting because, and this is where my mind goes with with that because so Martin Luther King gave the, the I Have a Dream speech, but hey, hey, you're starting to sound kind of echoey. I don't know if your your mic switch or anything. Same spot. Okay, give it a go. I can hear you pretty clearly. It's changed a little bit. Okay. Um, so like Martin Luther King, he had the he, he gave the I Have a Dream speech, but. The thing is, for me, is he, and I, I don't know him personally, I don't, I've, I've read his story, I've watched the documentaries and things like that, but he couldn't have, I don't believe he could have given that same speech um, 20 years prior to that. I don't think he could have gave it 10 years prior to that. I think, just like everybody else, things kind of build up. So... Yeah, he's the, he's definitely. I feel like he's probably the, well. He's definitely the same person as he was before, but because we like we have this amazing gift of like compounding wisdom and information, we get more mature. We get essentially older, one by time, but also in our learning. Some people don't. I mean, I guess some people don't continue to build, but I think he was. And we all have this choice, but he was one of the people who decided to take what he knew from, you know, point A in his life, use that to get to point B, use that to learn and build off of it. And with a new experience, he got to uh, point C of his understanding, and then he was able to deliver something that, you know, arguably changed human history. And I feel like that happens. That's, that's when you really get to purpose. Because I think if we were, I, I, one, we weren't, I don't believe we are ever supposed to actually, I don't think there's ever actually a real change in us, just a change in our way of thinking and going about things. Because if we actually, yeah, yeah, I hear that. Because it's like we, so you know, if we're, if we're built for a certain, if we're built a certain way with certain gifts and capabilities and we're built for a certain reason, then for us to change, like actually change in our nature wouldn't make sense. It would almost be like a mistake. Hmm. Okay. As, as you were saying that, I was, I was kind of thinking about like what, what do people turn to to change them? And I know at least for me, like I, I turn to God. I feel like I've been having a lot of... Um, 
epiphanies <laughs> lately that I would not have had if I wasn't coming to my faith. I feel like I have to get outside of my own brain in order to dream bigger about the things that I want to do. Even some of the things that I, I want to heal, like it's, it's really funny because <laughs> your trauma. I heard this in a, in a sermon somewhere, somewhere. But if you mix around the word um, torment, it also spells mentor. And I'm a big proponent of taking your pain and learning something from it. And the only person um, or being that can really do that and turn something so dark into something beautiful to help somebody else with, or to even just like, you know, help me um, be more empathetic towards others is God, right? And so I know that if I keep looking at it with the scope that I possess, I'm going to always look at the negative. That's, that's just innately human nature. I know that there are some things I can't change about my, my naturalistic behavior, but I know that if I turn towards God, he'll be able to help me out with that. Does that make sense? So it's, it's funny because like I see myself changing in the way that I think only because I change the thing that I was turning to, which I guess in a way would also change me over time, you know? What do you think? Um, one thing that I keep thinking about well, one thing that I just started thinking about was the fact that we we aren't normal again. So like we are we're the we are our spirit and we aren't um the bodies that we live in. And so if we are just our spirit, then essentially we the perspective is the only thing that changes. Our habits can change. Which could, which influence the, the world around us, but our spirit. The only way that we, we, you can't, the basic state of your spirit doesn't change. I see that. I see that. I find myself, like, as we're talking about something so abstract, I, I naturally gravitate towards the facts, right? And I tend to always go the morbid route. So sorry for everybody who's offended, but um, death is a reality, right? If death is a reality and you only get one life, that's a fact. What are you going to do with it? Are you going to stay who you are? Are you going to commit to finding something bigger than you that can transform you and turn your transgressions into testimonies? Like, what what are you going to do with what you have? You can't change what you have, but you can change your perspective on it. And that's that's so huge for me because I'm consistently seeking out new learning. Um, because, like, for example, different books. There's this one book that I've read. Um, I, I usually wasn't into, like, rereading books, but, like, besides the Bible. But there's this book that I keep rereading called Get Out of Your Head by Jenny Allen. And every time I read it, I get a different new learning about anxiety and depression and how... Anxiety and depression are symptoms of something else. But if you look closely enough and you sincerely kind of dig through the weeds and really dust off some of the dust um, that could be dealing with the different meaning, you can find a teacher in that. You can find a teacher in your pain. You can find a teacher in your form. Um, so, uh, but yeah, just returning to the facts. Okay, death is a reality. Okay, you have one life. Okay, if those are the facts and you can't change the facts, what can you change? And when you're focused on what you can change, you're not super concerned about what you can't. Like, for example, I cannot change my face. Okay. You can get as much plastic surgery as you want. 
<laughs> but you cannot really change the face, you know? And I, I think that a lot of people get so stuck by the, the fantasy of being able to kind of like not live life on their own, own terms, but like, you know, get bold and change the things that, they, that they've been wanting to change, that they, they're destined to change. And you can spend so much time being focused on the things that like, you can't really change, you know? I, I feel like it's such a huge distraction and that kind of goes back to the uh, the major chess game that you and I were talking about a couple episodes ago. Like, you may be playing for the wrong side and not even know. You may be focused on trying to change things that you really have no business changing. And I'm not trying to get into the whole cosmetic surgery thing. I'm not going there. But just thinking about how focused and fixated people can get on the things that you cannot change when you can change your attitude. Right? You can't change the circumstances, but you can change your attitude. But there are some things that will always remain the same. Like the jubilee that we all get when we see one another again. Like the reunion part. So I don't know. I feel like we keep circling the question, but there's not a definitive answer. I, I think it depends. Period. Is my favorite answer. It depends. Well, Karen, tell me the question. Hello? You said what was the question? Tell me the question, yep. Hmm. Can people really change that we're, that we're circling? No. <laughs> I don't believe so. Okay, okay. I don't believe so. I did. I came into this episode thinking that, that that's a thing, but it's not actually a thing. The episode mm-hmm. title is false. It, you can't actually change because we... You can change like everything outwardly. You can change the way you think about things, but you don't. You don't. You don't. See, and here's my argument to that too. People think, okay, some people get really rich. They get a whole bunch of money, right? And then they they start doing these different things. They're like, oh man, what happened to this person? They got rich and then they started doing all this other stuff or since when did they like to do this or since when is blah 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 money I don't believe actually changes anybody I think it just more so reveals who you already are it's just like certain things just weren't able to be expressed because you didn't have the funding to do it like yes. you were already crazy so big on that yes <laughs> I'm so big on that it's not the money it was you it was you big boy that wasn't it was you. <laughs> you it wasn't the money that shifted you you were already evil just the money dusted it off it was already there on the shelf you just pulled it right. down because you got some money sorry i'm really passionate about this topic <laughs> Yeah, no, it's like, so that you probably were having a thought like this before, but you just couldn't do it. Like, you, you just never had the money. You have never had the funding to go do this thing. Or you want it to be a certain way, but you didn't feel like you had the authority or the influence to, to be that way. And so, when you got it, you became this new person, but you didn't change. You were already that person. You just didn't have the environment to act in that way. Same same thing goes the other way. If somebody, if you give your 10% to the church and you give your offering and you are a generous person, chances are with more money, you're just going to have more money to be generous. Yep. 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 Nobody's changing. Nobody's changing nothing. Nobody is changing anything. I just, I'm trying to really think about a situation where someone, where there was actually a real change. You can take it to like 
the the serial killer route. They're like, oh my gosh, little Johnny, he he never killed anybody when he was a kid. <laughs> but but little Johnny was cutting heads off of dolls though. <laughs> he stepped on a bird until it couldn't breathe anymore and then died. Johnny didn't change. <laughs> Johnny was crazy. <laughs> or or Johnny was having those thoughts. He didn't really care about life in the beginning. He was never really concerned about that little fish that just so happened to die. And then A, B, and C, he got a little older, got a little stronger. He was already being, you know, he was already going through a whole lot because his family and his mom, his dad, and the, the abuse and all this other stuff, he just found a new outlet. Johnny did not change. Johnny was always like this. Johnny was going to do these things, given the opportunity. And I feel like people in general aren't that different. Like one person to the next person. I think that's why everything, there's nothing new under the sun. Same thing is going to happen over and over again, just in a different story. And I think that's people. I, you know, I, I love that. <laughs> I, I love that. And in the past <laughs> 90 days, I've made peace with that fact. Um, I'm still going to keep my answer as it depends. I'm a, I'm still going to stay at the middle of the spectrum just because I feel I I don't know yet. I I feel like I myself am going through a metamorphosis, but I don't think the essence of who I am is changing. And I'm I'm trying to think of like, you know, different miracle stories that I know of people like, you know, changing, but all they did was, you know, turn their criminality into a skill for good. Like they're still dedicated but instead of dedicated to stealing stuff from you they're dedicated so you know serving the youth right so i like that i like that i like that a lot so do we change do we actually change and now so let's flip it what does this mean to the people because i know that like Essentially, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm essentially what I, what I just said. I'm basically saying, you ain't that special. <laughs> You're super special, but you ain't that special. <laughs> I know that might be hard for some people to, to, uh, to swallow, but like we gotta, we gotta really get it. Like we ain't, we are just like the, the same characteristics of Martin Luther King. Like the same, he, he might have had different gifts and he might have lived a different life but the thing is he had a different perspective because he grew up in a different time period with different influences and he had certain gifts and abilities that he he used and he became who we know right in the history books but just like him you have the same things like i have the same things anybody listening has the same things we just got to find out how we can use our perspective our environment the things that created who we are, our influence and and the things that that are built inside of us that we're good at, passionate about skills that we have and then use that for what we are supposed to do on this earth. What do you really care about? Because us, me saying that nobody's really that different isn't like a negative thing. Uh, I, I think of it more as a positive things because we have all this great potential like we have a tremendous amount of potential. Anybody could be a Martin Luther King. Anybody could be a uh, Muhammad Ali, but you got to find your lane to do that. So I think of it really 
as a super positive, but how far are you going to lean into who you really are and not be who other people are or, or try to be other people or try to fit into a certain situation with other people or environment just like other people? The more you conform, the less you become you. The, the further you get away from who you really are supposed to be, I think. But at our base level, nobody's changing. You have the potential to do amazing things. It's just, what are you going to do? So like we can change our habits, right? You can, you know, you were getting up at seven, you know, you were getting up at 8 a.m. every single day. You started to, you trained yourself to start getting up at four. Same person. You just get up at a different time. You were eating chips every single day and pie and everything that was sugary. You did eat that. You, you, you gained a lot of weight. You stopped, you cut that stuff out and you started exercise. Your body has changed. You are healthier. Same person, different environment, different circumstances. You did watch movies all night, never studied anything, uh, showed up late to everything that you could possibly show up late to. And then everything just seems to not work out. Then you started doing everything. You start showing up on time. You start caring about the things that you were under your responsibility. You started actually putting effort in. Now the environment changes because your results started to change. Person did not change. I don't think that the person changed. They just tapped into who they are. Boom. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I like it. I like it. Can people really change? If you're if you're listening to this, um, whether you're listening on Facebook or you're listening on um, Spotify or wherever you get your podcast from, because we are everywhere, reach out to one of us and definitely share your thoughts on this question. Because I, I feel like this is definitely an open-ended question. Um, but in the sense of Martel and I's conversation, we both arrived at different points. For myself, it depends. Martel, no, absolutely not. People cannot change. <laughs> So definitely share your thoughts. I love that. I love that. Beautiful. Dope. Well, Karen, or should I say Queen, that time of day, do you have some words of wisdom for the week? I sure do. And it's this quote from a book that I, the book I was talking about earlier uh, get Out of Your Head by Jenny Allen. And I'm sure I've mentioned this numerous times before in previous episodes, but it just hits so much for this topic specifically. Our emotions lead us to thoughts. Thoughts lead to decisions. And decisions determine behaviors. Break that out again. One more time. One more time. Our emotions lead us to thoughts. Thoughts lead to decisions. And decisions determine behaviors. Emotions lead to thoughts. Thoughts lead to decisions. Decisions lead to behaviors. Mm-hmm. Emotions lead to thoughts. Thoughts lead to decisions. Decisions lead to behaviors. Boom. You want to break that down? Just a little bit for the for the people in the back. So just thinking about how it starts with emotions. And I, I honestly want to trade that word out for perspective. So say a circumstance drops in your lap. How you feel about that is going to determine a decision. So say, for example, 
Oh, oh, I can do this. So, oh, I can do this. Oh my gosh. Okay, okay, okay. So, um, I posted on my Instagram story yesterday um, that I live with generalized anxiety disorder. Um, but essentially, to me, what that means, I've retooled it to mean I just have a large imagination, right? Right. Hello. Karen, are you there? Karen? I don't hear you. Hello. <clears throat> well, Karen, um, I can't hear you at all. So I'm sure that what you said was fire. I was, oh, Karen just jumped in. <laughs> Are we back? I can hear you. Amazing, amazing. What a what a fun time. Okay, we're back. Laptop ran and loose shut off, but it's okay. Can't stop me from delivering the word. I was essentially just in the middle of kind of just sharing a situation that I, I could have turned um, to a bad behavior of just catastrophizing about everything, which I tend to do. But just choosing to be gratuitous about something, changing my perspective leads to changing the decision that I make about that perspective and then informing a new behavior. That's it. Got you. Perfect. Well, sweet. Thank you for that, Karen. And I can't wait to see you later today. We're going to have a hey. great time. <laughs> By the way, there's trivia night. Danny has new friends and she wants us to meet them. <laughs> it sounds but <laughs> this has been episode number 49 of the Young and Anointed podcast. And my name is Martel. Nice. So glad you came. Anyone who's listening to this, my name is Karen Hubbard, otherwise known as Queen K. And we hope that you have an awesome week. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.